Costa. How are you going tonight? Very well. How are you, Polly? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty good. I'm not. I'm, I'm not as ice cold as Todd Payton, who was just like, "Yeah, thanks, but no." Remember, we had this conversation a month or two ago, where you're like, some jobs in the NRL are just such a poison chalice that it's better to turn them down. Yeah. 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 Well, Todd's taken your advice on board. Well, apparently he's in the running for the Cowboys job. Right. Um, Do you think that's a significantly better job? Well, he obviously does. And I think it's like it's probably more money. And I think they, they do have more talent, definitely. But I, I, I actually doubt that he'll get that job. Okay. So what he's turned down a first grade job for, for nothing. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think so. Do you think North Queensland don't want him or just somebody else will be a better candidate? I think he's in the mix, but probably an outside chance. I think there okay. are probably more experienced candidates and like they're, they're one of the more glamorous clubs, I think, at the moment. And they've got a pretty good... I think they can get a pretty pretty uh, experienced coach, a pretty good one, probably. Whereas yep. I think the Warriors are going to struggle to get a good coach. Yeah, yeah. Their roster is just terrible at the moment. Outside of RTS, they've just got absolutely nothing. Cool. All right. Um, what went wrong for you this week? What went wrong? Uh, mostly just Mad- Maddo being out made me mm-hmm. force me to play the Hammer instead okay. of uh, Katoa. So that cost yep. me 70 points. Yep. I scored 12-16, which was very average. My, my ranking kind of just stayed exactly where it was. But yeah, the 12, yeah. 1285 would have been pretty good. So Kiri mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. was bad as well. Yeah. Yeah, what about you? Uh, I had a shocking week. 1181, lost my head-to-head, dropped 700 spots. Uh, I was also, if you remember last week, I was waiting on the news on Madison to potentially bring him into my team. Uh, when it dropped on Saturday that he was out, I realized that actually I thought I had a few more options than I actually did, but I didn't have that many options. So I thought I'd take your advice and trade it in RCG. Yeah, right. What did he end up scoring? Uh, 62, which is his lowest score in about six weeks. Um, and it was just a plain base score, which that would be fine. But before that, I think his lowest just base was about 65 for the last month and a half. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, not, look, it's not terrible. It's not terrible. You'll take it. You'll take it. And actually, this week, it might help me out having having a third front rower, um, yeah, okay. which I now do. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but Did I, you win your head to head? No, I lost by fifty points. Um, you know, I had I, another another series of every single antipod scoring, um, like Tohu going over. Like, just if, if there's an antipod, they will score. That's just that's just how it goes. But yeah, I had Sevo as a pod who scored seven. Lomax as a pod who scored twenty two. When two of your players can't even crack thirty between them, it's going to be very hard to win. Yeah. Shall we go through this week's particular flavor of carnage? Oh, so I was just like, I actually, like, you know, did my sort of faux trades yesterday based on what I thought teamless were going to be. And I was mm-hmm. like, yes, finally I've got a decent 17. Mm-hmm. 
and then I had to reverse everything, and my, now my seventeen looks like shit. I can base. I can only barely field a seventeen after training. Yeah. So I've got Grant, Pappenhausen, Madison, Walters, who's been benched. I don't mm-hmm. have Smith, but uh, yeah, it's 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 problematic. So I'm going to be playing the hammer again. Oh, I'm dead. The, the hammer's going to be one of my best centers this week. <laughs> well, there's there's something I want to talk about. Um, I may as well just talk about it now. So, okay, I was I was, you know, annoyed that I had to play the hammer this week because he scored 15 last week and I just wanted him out of my team. He's got a mm-hmm. high break even. But mm-hmm. have you looked at the weather for this weekend? Uh, Sydney's going to be wet. I know that much, but I haven't really looked into it. From Friday onwards, basically most of the, well, the southeast coast of Australia is going to be torrential rain. Um, okay. So in Sydney in particular, there's going to be like, looks like 30 to 40 millimetres of rain each day, Friday, wow. Saturday, okay. Sunday. So by Sunday, okay. like everything's going to be an absolute bog. So what okay, that means so, is there's actually yep. only three games during the weekend that are going to be played um, in dry conditions or anything decent, which is it's the Roosters-Dragons game, which is in Sydney, but it's on Thursday night, so before the rain Wollongong, starts. Yep, yep, the Storm-Bulldogs yep. game on the Gold Coast mm-hmm. and the Titans-Cowboys game on the Gold Coast. Right. Um, so when you think... So when, like looking at that, suddenly you're not so worried about playing the Hammer even though he's got that terrible base, like, you know, maybe he can yeah. get an attacking stat and there's probably a bunch of players that might potentially score quite badly, you know, at, in the outside backs this weekend in all those Sydney games. So, yeah, maybe playing the hammer this this week's not so bad. And is Newcastle going to be affected as well? Uh, I'm asking because I'm looking at Ponga this week. The weather looks less bad in Newcastle, but we'll probably know more closer to the weekend. Yeah. Yep. I'm also going to have to bring him Ponga because Pappenhausen has gone down. I was going to get him next week anyway, so I've got to get him this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. So let's let's quickly fly through these teams and, and point out what we need to point out. Um, so Dragons Roosters, the traditional Anzac Day clash, uh, or the second. Well, they've already played this year, so maybe the first one was the traditional Anzac Day clash. Um, it's definitely not Anzac Day. It's definitely not. So uh, McInnes ba- uh, is back in back in the number nine spot, um, which he was in last week as well. So didn't score very well, um, which means Hunt in the halves. Um, nothing huge to notice here, I think, for the Dragons. I'm sort of so so. You you and Aitken has been on an absolute tear. He's been scoring a lot of tries. He's been playing really really well and scoring a lot of points. Um, yeah. But don't trust that hammy. Don't, yeah, don't well, he, he apparently did his hammy, and he's still been named. So, yeah, I mean, I suppose if you've got him, you'll be you'll be, you know, looking at the team list very carefully. Jason yep. Saab's on the extended bench, so potentially he could come in somewhere and play Pereira or something goes into the into the centres. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just watch that carefully. But yeah, he's he's been great. Yeah. Um, uh, on the other side, well, just before we get there. Uh, so my boy Pappenhausen is ahead of Zach Lomax. Yeah. So for those not following, we made a bet about four weeks ago that uh, Ryan Pappenhausen would outscore Zach Lomax uh, for the remainder of the season. And, well, 
Lomax was ahead. Even though Pappenhausen had been average, had averaged 85 since we made that bet, Lomax was still ahead of him based, uh, last week. But now okay. Pappenhausen has gone ahead after Lomax is 22. But what happens if Pappenhausen is out? Do I, do I cop a zero? Uh, look, I, I said, um, I, th- I think I said uh, pending injury. Now, this is an injury, but no, I'll just, just let's just ignore it. Let's just take their average from when we made the bet till the end of the season. Their is average, but does that yeah. like does their average take into account whether they played or you know what I mean? Like yeah, no, 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 no. It's, it's like super coach. It's like super coach. So if they step on the field, they get a okay. score. Otherwise, right. they don't. It's irrelevant. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's that good. Fair? that's good for me. Yeah, well, it's, it works out well. Um. So on the other side of the field, uh. What's his name? Coach's son? Flano. Flano, yeah. So the, the word is he's been dropped. Really? Yeah. He's been playing well. I thought he'd been playing well too, but I, I mean, I'm, I haven't had this confirmed, but I, I heard a rumour that it's not injury. He's just been dropped. Okay. Um, which is a bit weird. Like, he's not even in the 21. So, yeah. you know, I don't know. I don't know if I believe that or not, but it's interesting. Yeah. And it also means that uh, TKO will be kicking goals. While he's on the field. While he's on the field. I'm not sure who kicks goals when he's not on the field. That's interesting. That's huh. interesting. Maybe it's your boy Luke Keery. Could be. Could be Teddy. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, apart from that, there's not that much. Still no, no Angus Crichton. Yep, and still no uh, Cordner either. Yeah, yeah. So, And they've been battling, great. like... The Roosters have just killed my life. I bought them for those last two games where I thought they were just going to put absolute scores. So I bought I bought Luke Keery and potentially Brett Morris, who then got injured for the last two games yep. where I thought they were going to put absolute cricket scores. And they've been basically terrible. Yeah. Um, they got they got wins the last two weeks, but they've been terrible. So yeah, it sort of has started to put a question mark on Tedesco as captain. Mm. But I know what you mean. I mean, he's definitely at least a vice captain this week, but I think given what we talked about with the weather, he's probably still a straight up captain, to be honest. But mm-hmm. yeah, there are, you know, they're definitely oh, okay. not going as well as they were a month ago. Okay. Um, Manly versus the Warriors. So there's, 6 p.m. game on Friday. Basically nothing super coach relevant here. Tofu Harris, well, actually, there's nothing super coach relevant on the Manly side, mm. unless you maybe Curtis Sirenin. Yep. Um, TCE had a good game last week, um, but on the on the Warriors side. So I get, I guess what I want to talk about here before we get into the Warriors really is, so we've got two, two of the most popular hookers are both out this week. That's right, both of my hookers. Right, both of your hookers. Uh, the most popular trade in so far, and it's only Tuesday afternoon when we're recording, mm-hmm. Tuesday night, is uh. Is Appy actually? Oh, Appy. Appy okay. is the number one trade in this week. Okay. Which I find quite interesting. Um, Why? Well, I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So, so both Smith and Grant have short-term injuries. Both of them are said to be back within a couple of weeks. Yep. It wouldn't surprise me if Smith is back next week, and potentially Grant's back next week as well. Now. Grant think, sounds well. Look, Grant sounds like he's definitely a weeks. Smith sounds like two to three weeks, but you know things go well. Could be back next week. 
difference being Smith has a very high break even. Yeah, okay. But even so, um, so so I obviously if you've got both of them, you need to trade trade one of them out. And and Cameron Smith's the most traded out player this week, so and that makes sense because he's theoretically a longer a longer injury and he's worth more money. Mm-hmm. So I get that. Um, but our boy Jazzy is the tenth most traded in player so far. Really? Yeah. Only 1% of coaches so far are trading him in. That'll change during the week. I think it'll go up a bit. But yeah. So so the beauty of Jazz this week is is not just that uh, I think he's going to average 70 for the rest of the season. He scored 84 or something on the, in, in, on the weekend in 52 minutes, yep. all in base and offloads. It was a lot of offloads, yep. Six offloads. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's that, but also his dual means that if you've got someone like, let's say, Katoa, yeah, Essie Katoa, whatever his name is, yeah, who's got one more week to go at least uh, before he kind of maxes out in price, one to two mm-hmm. more weeks, you can you can swap, say, Smith to Jazz, right, mm-hmm. and then next week if if Smith comes back or if Grant comes back or whoever you traded out. You can trade Jazz, or you can swap Jazz down for for Katoa, who's then maxed out, and bring back Smith or Graham, you know, whoever it is. Sure, but you can also you can also do that with Cam McInnes, and if you've got him, and a lot a lot of people have Cam McInnes. That's true. You could trade Cam like McInnes up and, and trade in a second rower. Yeah. Um, but my point is that I don't think Abby is in the top two hookers. I think Grant and Smith are both ahead of him. Appy, Appy did score 80 last week, but he's got to try. Yeah. Uh, they, Penrith do have a very good draw, but I think Grant and Smith and potentially Cook are all ahead of him. So by getting Jazz, then you can you can just very quickly trade back in the top top two hookers. Whereas if you've got Appy, then you have to trade Appy back out. Okay. If you don't think I... he's in the top two or three hookers. Okay, yeah. Look, I think that's that's really good. I agree with that. Um so I would only consider trading Smith to either bringing McInnes up into hooker or trading him to Jazz. Um, yeah, I haven't considered a pure hooker. Right. Cook has a very good draw over the next two weeks. They play the, the Broncos and the, and the Cowboys. Yeah, he does have like a, a giant break even. But if you're holding him for the season and you think he's going to score well over the next couple of weeks, I actually don't mind that trade. But, you know, he's still not running the ball as much as you would like as an owner. Mm-hmm. Had a pretty bad score last week. 700000 is a lot of money to pay, but he could tear up the Broncos and the, and the Cowboys. Yeah, sure. Anyway, so I guess I, I started talking about that because of the Warriors. We're talking about the Warriors, and, and Jazz just, he's my buy of the week. Like, in whatever position it is, I think he's, he's a great buy this week. Uh, Tohu Harris, we haven't we haven't really seen it yet because he scored a try last week. But I think Jazz is hurting him, and I would not buy Tohu Harris now. Well, he only played sixty one minutes, actually. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. So Tohu Harris is a bit of a trap now. Yep. Okay. Uh, on to Bunnies Broncos. Well, we talked about Cook briefly. Um, Latrell bo- is potentially Latrell. a pretty good buy. Yep. Uh, still lazy yeah. as, as hell, but 
had his two, so, big, two big plays last week. So I got I got an email from my fiance tonight. Oh, sorry, I got a text from my fiance. I should say mm. that just said, "I wish they would all just leave Latrell alone." She doesn't watch footy, but like, has much been said about him this week? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. It just popped off out of nowhere. <laughs> I love Luttrell. I, like, I don't mean to bag him out, but just from a super coach perspective, I mean, if he touched the ball even half as much as Tedesco, he would average like 80. Yep. Tedesco touches the ball like 35 times in a game, and I feel like Luttrell touches the ball about between 10 and 12 times in a game. Yeah. And, and it's like every maybe third or fourth touch, he basically does something that leads to a try. Yeah. So imagine if you touched the ball three or four or six or seven more times. Yeah. I, I, everybody knows this. I know. I know. I'm like just saying what everyone knows, but like he's more talented than Tedesco. Yeah. He could be better than Tedesco if he wanted to be. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. On to my, onto my boy Bailey Sirenen. Poor guy can't get a run in his own position. Yeah. He ended up playing halfback last week for most of the game when um, Adam Reynolds went down. Yeah. Uh, pumped out of 49, which is still fine. The only question is, if nobody gets injured, does he actually get 80 minutes in the second row or does he get replaced? I assume he gets replaced. So With that bench. Yeah, maybe 40 to 50 is kind of what to expect from him. Although against the Broncos, maybe he gets lucky. But yeah. he's, he's definitely getting a run in my team this week. He has to. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I think the time has passed to buy him if you don't have him. But yeah. if you have to play him, you have to play him. Uh, yeah. What we said about Cam Murray still holds, I think. I, I don't see yeah. him in the top five or six back rowers. So I think he's a... Especially with Bateman coming back and just punching out a cruisy 88. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, For the Broncos, I mean, this Broncos team suddenly looks strong. Does it? Does it really? Don't, I don't like, know. Look at that forward pack. Turpin. The pack, looks, the pack looks great. The backs look worse. Well, I don't know. Milford's pretty shit. Mm. Like Croft, Croft coming in over Milford is potentially a trade up. And Boyd actually looked okay at fullback. Um, he did actually. Yeah. And and Stags looked amazing. So Stags is the you second most traded in player this week. Sorry, what okay. were you saying? No, just just when you were texting me during that Broncos game on the weekend, when uh, Boyd put Richie Kenna over for that try, oh, like, that was that was a beautiful try. That was one of the tries of the year for me. Yeah, it was just beautiful hands. One of the best set moves I've seen this year, um, yeah. and, and and best execution of a set move. But yeah, what do you think of Stags? Like he's what four hundred and no, he's he's more than that now. He's he's like five twenty or something. Uh I can't remember how much he's, but uh, yeah. Look, he, he he's a weapon. He's a he's, he's a weapon, and a lot, and he loves scoring tries. And he's goal kicking um, now. And he's goal kicking, yeah. And that Broncos team suddenly looks better again with Turpin and, and Haas. Uh, sorry, Turpin and Fafita back in that. If I did not have other issues to deal with, I'd probably look at him. Um, I don't think I can I can do it this week. The draw isn't amazing. Yeah. Um, if I I was 
before all the carnage, I was looking at actually bringing SIBO in. I've been talking about SIBO mm-hmm. for a long time. Yep. Um, you may as well wait now. Well, no, I just well. The thing is, he's playing. He's playing the Sharks, who have who are absolutely terrible defensively. That the Broncos Sharks game last week was like, it was like the the ten was twenty. Mm-hmm. Like neither defensive side wanted to like come up in defense. They were just letting them run like fifteen meters with the ball on every play. Yep, they're they're both awful defensively. Um, and I thought that Power would absolutely carve up the Sharkies, and they still mm-hmm. might. But again, it's in Sydney on Sunday, and it's going to have been raining like cats and dogs for three for three days straight. Yeah, um, I, ha- I have to play Siva and Katoa, and they'll be running at each other in the mud. So <laughs> yeah. that'll be fantastic. Um, so before I knew about that, I actually still had Sivo ahead of Stags, um, just because of basically just on draw. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the wet, I can I can see Stags probably scoring a try against a pretty weak uh, Rabbitohs defense, rather than it getting all the way out to a winger. Yeah. So yeah, no, like yeah, Stags is a definite buy, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, I'm still very much interested in Sebo, even though he only scored a seven last week. I think that's a bit of an aberration. Mm-hmm. Just the weather putting me off now. Yep. Dave Fafita's back. Probably wait a couple of weeks to see how he goes, right? Yes, I, but I'll be very interested to see how that affects the the minutes in the forwards. Now, last week, um, uh, Pangai and who was it? was it Joe O both played eighty on the edge, so you'd assume that just this week, Fafida and Pangai will both play eighty on the edge. Um, Haas will get the little rest that he's been getting usually. Um, Flegler will play sort of, you know, 40, 45 minutes and rotate with a couple of the other guys. Um, I'm just interested to see maybe where Ben Teo plays or or where he takes minutes from. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I still think that, like, and, and I am interested to see how the minutes play out, but I think Pango Jr. is a, is a massive buy this week. Well, he had a high break even last week, so it's come down a bit. It's yeah. still 107, um, yeah. so you could wait another week. But if you do yeah. need to trade out, uh, you know, Cameron Smith or someone like that, and you've got someone like McInnes, mm-hmm. and you could bring in Pangai, and I think that's a pretty good trade. I probably have Jazz slightly ahead of him. But apart from that game uh, the week before last when he scored 38 and got binned, mm-hmm. his scores... Uh, have been, well, he's got a low score of 61. Right. So 88, 61, 69, 60, 114, 75, and 70. Right, right, And he's still only at 570-odd K. Mm -hmm. Or, sorry, no, 585. But the good thing about him is that he's dual. And so, like, if I got him, he would really shore up, like, because I've still got Josh Kerr in the front row, for example. Mm -hmm. So if I lose a front rower, I can switch them around, and I've got a front row replacement. Right. So I really right. liked Pango Jr. He's just got a lot of scoring in him. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Um, so, yeah. I mean, he's a risk getting sent off at any at any time, but, you know. That's, that's why I've stayed away from him. But, you know, it's worth... At this point of the season, it's it's maybe becoming worth taking gambles like that. Yeah, and he's still pretty, um, pretty lowly owned, I think. Hmm. 
He's in 11% of teams, so he's like still a little bit of a pod. Yep. Mm. Then Storm Dogs. Beautiful Nico Hines finally gets a run. Oh, fuck it. I just wanted Pappenhausen to play one more game against this Bulldog side, and then I was going to pick him to Ponga. Oh, he would have turned up as well, you know. He would have absolutely turned up. Ah, oh, he's been so good to me. And you know he's just been yeah. rested? Yeah, I know. Fuck you, guys. That try he scored last week just running through the whole team, that was beautiful. Yeah. It was, it was a thing of beauty. Anyway, uh, Cam Munster is kicking goals whilst Cameron Smith is away, is out. He's another right. one you could potentially trade in for, for Cam Smith if you've got the right jewels. Yep. Um, he could potentially go big this week, although, and he's as we said, he's playing in one of the few dry games this weekend. Yes. Um, but having said that, the Bulldogs have been better. Uh, Fatala Mariner has actually been killing it. I, I paid him out last week, but... He's I had been a... absolutely killing it, and he's running off Kieran Foran, who's just putting him in holes. Yeah. He's expensive now, but like, you know, and you probably wouldn't pick him up against the Storm necessarily, but yeah, he's been great. Yeah, three round average of 90. Yeah. He's, he, well, he's scored a try in each of the last three games. I actually talked him up like just like right at the beginning of the season when he was still like 400k. Yeah, right. And he didn't take my own advice, but anyway. Yeah. Knights Tigers. Uh-huh. Uh... Probably a decent time to bring in Ponga if you don't have him. Yep. Um, Kurt Mann goes into hooker. So you want to know something interesting? I looked at like a bunch of the top teams, and, and Big Dick Dave is still coming first. Oh, yes. <laughs> Our mate Henry. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think the most popular combination of center wings, starting center wings is at the moment? Amongst the top teams, sorry. Combination of starting center wings. Yeah. Uh, okay, so obviously Isaio. Yep. Um, Sioni Katoa? No. That's interesting. Oh, Kurt Mann is in there, is he? That's right. So the what top teams doing? all have uh, Yo, Kurt Mann, Lomax, and Nofo. Okay. Which is kind of interesting because apart from Yo, I don't have any of the other three. Yeah, right. Um, so Kurt Mann goes into hooker this week, and Blake Green, hot off the off the plane from New Zealand. Wait, doesn't he have to quarantine? No, oh, no, because no, he's already here. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. From the New Zealand oh, team, oh, no, from actually. Plane. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad for Kurt Mann. It'll be interesting. Probably gives him a bit more base, but probably less attacking stats, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. The 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 Knights actually have a fantastic draw coming home. Um, for the next four weeks or so, they do. Um, yeah, it's it's I'd, I'd say it's medium for the last sort of four weeks of the season, but the it, next four it's weeks very good over the next few weeks. I was actually looking at bringing Kurt Mann in. Yeah, but right. I'm sort of a bit hesitant to do it if he's playing at hooker. Yeah, particularly with Crossland on the bench, meaning. Which means, like, I don't know. Does he? Does he maybe get a spell? Well, not if he's already in hooker. Wait, no. Like, Crossland Cross- comes on and plays hooker. Oh, would he though? I don't know. I don't think. Well, you so. think he comes on for Blake Green? Maybe. He he played a bit of hooker last week. 
Right, okay. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, anyway, be interesting to see how that, that plays out. But, um, yeah, he's he's just killing it. Okay. He's had, a like, a low score of, like, 50 or something, and that was in, like, the first couple of weeks. Yep. yep, yep. Um, Probably not much else to see in that Knights team. Yeah, so this Tigers team, so they've been pretty good the last few weeks, but... They lost to the Warriors I... last week. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's, that is true. That is true. But I, I feel like they've, like they've been improving. I don't know. Maybe I've still got that Broncos game in my head. No, I think they're getting uh, worse. Okay, so this back line... This back line doesn't look promising. So BJ's back and... He hasn't been great. Tommy Talau moves to center. Tommy Talau is actually a center. Okay. I know but nothing I about this rookie. Yeah, I don't. I don't know nothing about the rookie either. I don't, and then Brooks is obviously back into the back into the six. But yeah, I'm I'm not huge on on this back line. Well, I'm not big on the forwards either, to be honest. Um, so Twal's injured again. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Garner's still out. Yeah. Billy Walters is now on the bench. So I have Billy Walters still, and that him being on the bench means that he's a must-sell for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's actually the guy that's becoming Judge Tavanga for me. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, they could get – yeah. Uh, it depends how wet it is, but Ponga could actually have a bit of a field day against that team. Mm-hmm. Panthers-Raiders. Now – this game's a bit of a pain for me because I've actually been playing either Jerome Luai or George Williams or both of them for the last couple of weeks. This week, I feel like I can't play either. Yeah, right. You know who I bought last week? Who did you buy last week? Jordan Rapana. Ah, oh, how did that go? He scored okay. He scored like 42. I just right. needed a okay. downgrade that I could thing. play. Yep. Um... And he, so, he scored okay, but I'm going to have to play him again this week, and I really don't want to. Against uh, one of the best teams, so like that's why I was a bit excited about my team as of yesterday, and now I have to play him. Uh, and that's a bit of a disaster. He's back to the wing with with uh, Chansey back, mm-hmm. and it's going to be in the wet against one of the best, better defensive teams in the comp. So he's going to score about ten. Yep, but there's nothing I can do about that. Um. Stephen Crichton just keeps scoring points for the Panthers, and Josh Mansell is catching a cold out there. Mm-hmm. If you, you don't have Stephen Crichton, do you? Oh, come on, man! Did you have to do this? <laughs> oh, that's right. It's the track that you wanted. <laughs> it's my sliding doors moment. It's my Gwyneth Paltrow sliding doors moment. <laughs> oh, he just keeps scoring points and not passing to fucking Josh Mansell. Um, I, w- I would be on easy street if I had Stephen Crichton in my team. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's a out and, and annoyingly came back last week. Charlie Staines, who a lot of people got on early last week, has now done his hammy yep. and he's out for a while. So, yeah, pretty annoying mm-hmm. if anyone has already got him. And as you talked about for the Raiders, John Bateman just slots back in and scores a cheeky 88 or something. Yeah, well, I was worried about his minutes, but he played the whole game. Played the whole game. So he's pretty much a buyer straight away. He's, exp- he's expensive. Yeah. Um, I 
I looked at trying to get him fit him in this week, but couldn't couldn't do it. Couldn't swing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can see why you would. Can yeah. I ask you something? Yeah. Baton or Crichton? Angus Crichton. Assuming you don't have either. Assuming you don't have either, because I'm assuming that Crichton might come back next week, and then I'm going to have to decide between Bateman and Crichton. I would probably go Bateman purely because I'd be worried about Sonny Bill taking minutes off Crichton. Sonny Bill's not going to get picked till round seventeen. Well, so what? Are you are you buying somebody for? Are you buying either of those players for four rounds or for the rest of the season? Yeah. I mean, Boyd Corden has got to get back on the pitch. I'm not that worried about Sonny Bill, to be honest. But yeah, okay. Round 17 feels like a long way away. That's so I, I traded in my boy Dane Laurie last week. Oh, yeah. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use him this week. He's just opened up all these different facets of my team. I can trade <laughs> anybody to anybody now. He's like... He's, he's a bit like of a cheat code, isn't he? Oh my god, it's so good! It's so good. <laughs> you know he's named in twenty one. Yeah, I saw that. So he did not come anywhere near the field. <laughs> oh, imagine if Tyrone May gets injured and he comes in at no, don't, don't, don't. don't. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. About the next game, I don't, I don't want Let's to talk, talk about, about the next game, game at all. Brimson right. came back last week, didn't score many points. Yes. Not much to see yeah. there. As we said, the hammer. If you're really desperate. Maybe you can play him, even though he was terrible last week. Oh, we're we're I'd desperate. Be, yeah, we are desperate. Tom Waller had oh, a big game. Yeah, great game. Uh, I'm so glad. Even though he actually looks better, I'm so glad I got Cohen Hess out of, out of my team now. Yeah, yeah. But he's another guy who you could, like, if you still got him, you could play him for one more week, and then you could use, like, a Joseph Longer to trade trade him out and then trade yep. a Cam Smith or a Harry Grant back in. Onto the Sharks Eels game. Mm-hmm. Sharks get a lot of players back. Dugan, Ramian, Moylan all can come back in. Mm-hmm. The back line looks a lot better. Yep. Don't know if anyone's a buy there. Oh, where's uh where's old mate? So Britain Nakora is named in, in number nineteen. Yeah, is he he must be injured or something still. It looks like he's dropped. Anyway. Uh, but so Talakai gets gets another go, uh, another run in the start in the starting yeah, team. He's been he's been yeah, he's great. Last week, so yeah. Fucking Madison. Apparently, like the coach came out and said he was almost good to go last week, and then he doesn't get named. Well, so what's going on? Is just like lingering concussion? Maybe. Or has I mean, he done something else? I don't know. Like he's he's the one who said that the Tigers didn't manage his concussions very well, so maybe. Maybe, maybe he sort of reminded the Eels to sort of take care of him a bit more. Yeah, maybe. Nathan Brown. Yeah, what about him? Still cheap. 520k. Look, there's a, there's a lot of big minute guys in that team. Like, somebody, something's got to give. Oh, but he's he's like he's so good. He's the best. He's one of the best players in that team. He's going to get his 65 minutes. Is That's he? not his issue. Yeah, well, yeah, I actually, absolutely. I actually don't think... I actually don't think he's even necessarily in the top three forwards in that team. Either way, his minutes haven't been his problem. Okay. His problem is staying on the park and not getting sent off or injured. Yeah. 
Um, so there's there's that ongoing risk there. But at his price point, I mean, I still think Joe Devonger is a better option just because he's got that offload. I mean, Brown has a bit of an offload as well, but not not on the scale that Joe Devonger does. Yeah. Um, but if you already have Tavanga, like, I don't mind Brown as an option. Yep. A cut price, like a cut price semi keeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that was good. So, okay. So I need to squeeze three players into two positions. So can you help me with my trades this week? I can try. All right, so I'll tell you the three players I want. And just to point out, I have no uh, healthy hooker at the moment. Yeah. So the three players I'm considering bringing in, Munster is the first. Okay. Then Ponga. Yeah. Then Jazz. Oh, so I need hard. to pick. I need to pick two, two out of those three, right? So in terms of my hooker problem, because I've got McInnes, I can move him up, right? Right. So I don't necessarily need Jazz to fill in at hooker. Who's your fullback? At, at the moment, I've got Teddy and the hammer. Right. And so I need to play the hammer. Um, so it's just whether I play him as my reverse, uh, reserve fullback or whether I move him up to the centers. And who does Ponga come in, come out, uh, come in for in that scenario? Best in that scenario, he comes in for best, yeah. Yeah, okay. Or actually, he can cut because of Dane Laurie, he can come in for basically anybody except for a half. Right, 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 right. So, so he may come in for he can even come in for Smith. Um, anyway, so yeah, so Ponga and uh, and then Munster's the only guy who, who I sort of have to trade out somebody in his position, whether it's Williams or Lua. Yeah, okay. And Probably obviously, hang I'm on to Luai, but I think Williams can go. Maybe. But Williams has. Who's the next week? Has the Broncos next week? They're just not scoring any points, though. Whereas Luai has the Warriors. Yeah, that's true. Luai's got a good draw for the rest of the year, and it's like a pretty good little sub, sub that you could almost play any given week. Yeah. Yeah. And he's kind of a bit of a handcuff for Cleary as well. Yeah. Uh, so, Ponga. So okay, let, let, let me to, I would actually be tempted to get in both Ponga and Monster. Right. Okay. If you can, so can you get in both of those together? Yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can get get in any two players. So, yeah. so here's my logic. Of those three players, I feel I feel like if they're healthy, Monster's the only one I would confidently have for the rest of the year. Ponga, I spoke about last week, and I said with the last four round draw that Turbo has, I'd probably have to bring him in, assuming he comes back and he's healthy for those last four games. Mm. And Jazz may get replaced unless he's averaging like 75, which I think he will average, like you said, up around 70. That just might be a little bit shy of some of the other players in, in his position, whether it's Sekner or Hooker. I don't know, man. Jazz played 52 minutes last week. He scored, scored 80 odd in base. Like basically, yeah, and, he, and he played 50 minutes the week before and scored like 52. Yeah, against the Roosters. So, but like, I just, yeah, look, I just feel like 
But think about whether if his minutes sort of slowly go up to 60. Which I don't think there's that many minutes to go around, though. I don't know. His minutes are sort of creeping up. I, yeah, I, think, creep- I think he averages between 70 and 80. Not 70. I think he averages in the 70 somewhere. Okay. Which makes him a keeper. But but I think but I think both Munster and Ponga also average in the seventies somewhere, and I think they're both keepers as well. And we'll put it this way: big question marks over Turbo. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. If that's if that's your argument, then you're saying like I should get in Jazz and Ponga. No, I think you should get in Munster and Ponga and bring in Jazz next week. Jazz has still got a fifty in his rolling average, so it's his price isn't really going anywhere. It'll go up by about 10, 10 or 15k this week, but that's all right. Yeah. Like, Munster, you're probably getting him more or less at his peak price. That's true. Uh, that's true. And the next two weeks, he's playing like the Eels and the Roosters or something. Yeah, that's right. So maybe it's Munster that, you know, that you don't get. Maybe maybe the, the Storm don't play as well without Smith. Maybe, but if, if we don't get Munster this week, yeah, that means we're not getting him for probably at least three weeks, and and also we miss out on the uh, I miss out on the sort of that kicking bonus as well if Smith's out for two or three weeks. Who would you be bringing in Munster for? Either Luai or, or, or George Williams. Either Luai or George Williams, and, and you've got SJ as you're on the one there. Correct. I don't mind waiting on Munster. Right. I, I oh, guess it I, depends. Sorry. If you think that the Storm are going to score well even without Smith, then yep. if you add the goal kicking to Munster, he probably averages 80. Look, I think uh, it might also come down to my matchup. So my opponent uh, does not have Jazz, but has both Munster and, and Ponga, which complicates things even further. Uh, I don't have to make a trade until after the first game. So depending on what happens there, I might just take out both the antipods and get Munster and Ponga in. Yeah, yeah. Pretty interesting that Jazz is only the 10th highest trade-in guy. I think that's very interesting, yeah. It's a bit odd. And he's only got even, he's like 2% ownership, even after the trades. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good chat, as always. Thank you. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Yeah, I hope the world doesn't, well, the sky doesn't fall on our heads this week and, and hopefully we have a chat next week. Uh, I can't wait to have a decent 17. <laughs> Just please, Harry Grant and Madison, come back next week, please. <laughs> All right. See ya. All right. See ya. Yeah.